It's so easy to feel lost in the world today, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can break through the noise of what everyone is telling you to do and lay your foundation for a life of success, purpose, and joy. I'm Caleb Price. As a fellow young adult and certified life coach, I'm sharing exactly how to do this, how to navigate the struggles of adulthood, and how to find yourself. Join me and become the modern young adult you've always wanted to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So happy to be with you, as always, because you're awesome. Uh, You're just such a great listener, you know. You know, it's just one of my best friends right there. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, uh, it's spooky season, the best season, of course. October, one of my favorite months um, because you just get to watch scary movies. Not really that scary, but you also get to just, I don't know, just have fun. Have fun with this idea, this playful nature of pretending it is awesome. And I just have a lot of full things on the schedule. I'm going to go up visit my siblings here pretty soon, go to a BYU homecoming game. Super excited for some football. Um, not as excited for the cold that I would probably uh, experience. It is still like in the 80s and 90s here, and we're just finally getting a good weather in Arizona. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I still wear sweatshirts uh, almost every day. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like I like a sweatshirt. I guess for some reason, I am just like, you know, in the wrong climate. I'm in such opposites where I'm like in the heat and I'm like, oh, I want to wear a sweatshirt. But then if I actually go live in a cold place, I'm like, oh, this is the worst. I'm like actually cold. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm hopeless, I guess. Anyway, um, before we get into today, because today in honor of quote unquote spooky season, in honor of the, you know, fear that we ultimately always experience. I mean, this week is Friday the 13th, like actually, and, um, you know, in Halloween and in the spirit of all that today, we are talking about fear, specifically the fear we experience when it comes to rejection. How scared are we of rejection? It's going to be great. But before I want to get into this, I also need to tell you, or at least ask of you that, you know, if you're getting a lot of enjoyment from this episode, leave a review. I would love to hear from you, you know, even if it's not a five-star review, you know, and give me three stars. I'd be happy for it. I want to hear from you, um, you know, on your honest opinion, get your feedback. Hopefully this is helping you and um, it would just mean the world to me um, in terms of your gratitude uh, for this awesome service. I hope it is. <laughs> I don't know. Just want to invite you to leave a review or at least invite someone. Tell someone about this podcast if they need help, especially when it comes to rejection. And as another note, this one's probably even more important, is that if you are in the stage of preparing for a mission or you know anybody who's preparing for a mission and you know that, hey, they might struggle, you know, hey, they might, you know, have a lot of overwhelm or overthink a lot or, or struggle with their emotions or are scared or, you know, not unsure of a lot of things. Guess what? I'm a part of a great program um, with Je- Jenny Dildine. She's the LDS mission coach. I'm a coach for her and she's created a new program called Mission Prep Plus. It is a two week basically class, sort of like your pre-MTC that you will take to get you the mental and emotional foundation that you need to succeed on your mission. I care- This is something that I wish I had. 
I, I guarantee, like, if I knew about this beforehand, I'd been like, yes, sign me up. I need this. And would have changed my life. Guarantee it. Would have made my mission so much better. Um, not that I regret anything about it. My mission was exactly the experience it needed to be. But I just look back and I'm like, man, if I had the tools I have now, I could have done one so much more and I would have been so much kinder to myself. I would have experienced probably more joy and allowed myself to experience the mission just as is. There's so many things that would have been amazing with it. And so I, that's why I'm telling you and making it kind of my mission to help you in that. So you can um, go to the link in the bio to learn more about it or just go to uh Jenny Dildine, she has an amazing podcast. I've been on this podcast. It's called the LDS Mission Podcast. She just had an episode all about it. You know, go take a listen. Um, see if you're interested or go share with, you know, the preparing missionaries you know in your life that could very well need it. Anyway, today, to get things started, I want to begin with a story. Or at least this experience that I had um, earlier this week, the reason that I want to speak to rejection for a number of reasons, but begins with, um, I'm talking with a client, helping them out, and um, just kind of left me with this question about rejection, with this idea, like, how rejection just feels so terrible. (laughs) And like, and sort of like the why of it, why is it so terrible, even though we know it's something that's kind of necessary to go through when it comes to dating, or going, progressing in a career, really achieving in anything, we have to open ourselves up to this idea that we will probably get rejected and how a lot of us are afraid of that. A lot of us are so afraid of it. You know, the person I was, I was talking to was describing it to me at how terrible of a feeling this was and really how that was preventing him from wanting to go after the very thing that he genuinely wanted, but there was just so much fear, so much scarcity around this idea of things not working out, of someone saying no at the end of the day. I mean, because literally, circumstantially, at the end of the day, all rejection is is someone saying no, a denied opportunity and saying you're not qualified for this or you're not the person I want for this or it's not me, it's not you, it's me, but still rejection. They could say it a number of different ways. At the end of the day, it is still rejection. Why? Why are we so afraid of it? Literally, this is something that has impacted me deeply in my life, um, albeit kind of like unconsciously, in that like very early on, in my dating, you know, I turned 16, super excited, super new to it, all of it. You know, you got your, you know, your nervousness and your excitement just to ask people out. And, you know, me and my friends, we were asking people out. And then there was this one girl that, like, I was kind of getting closer to. And I could actually, it was like the first time I was like, oh, we're having a good time. It's not just a crush in the sense of that, like, it's just me having these feelings as I maybe had experienced the past in middle school and I never did anything about it because I'm a scared boy. <laughs> and I uh, really felt like things were going well. And, you know, everyone is like kind of hyping you up. All the guys, your friends are like, dude, like this could be it. You could have a, a kiss, your first kiss. And you're like, yeah, that's pretty exciting. And then prom comes around. So I ask her, she says yes. And it's super exciting, super cute. We're having a good time. And I remember my friend, uh, one of them, still a good friend, but this is kind of stupid of him. 
<laughs> and I did not like this, but kind of like near the end of the night as we're like kind of like hanging out after prom as I guess we did, even though I was so tired, we're just, I guess we're hanging out. And, uh, he mentioned something on the, along the lines of like, Oh, things could go pretty well this night. Like in terms of acknowledging, like you, like we could kiss and stuff and yada, yada, yada. And, brings it up in front of her and I'm just like, oh my gosh, why? So one, that's already embarrassing. But two, it's like, well, like, not that I, I really wanted to do it, but it also kind of felt like, well, I should. And so I remember going up to the doorstep that night in the classic, you know, hitch style and um, like kind of awkwardly standing by the door. We both could tell that we didn't know what to do. And like, basically I just like kind of, awkwardly lean in and she steps back. And so that was like my first, like, Oh, that sucked in terms of rejection. And so I'm like, Oh, cool. See ya. Bye. Skedaddle out of there. Sent a really awkward, embarrassing text later. And we never like talked again. (laughs) So in the context of it, looking back now, I laugh. I think it's, it's hilarious. I was so, innocent and did not know at all what I was doing. And so of course, you know, like my mind just went to overthinking and overanalyzing. What did I do wrong? How does this all on me? Uh, But at the end of the day, I think all of us have an experience like this in some different category, whether it's in our family, in our friends, in terms of them accepting us, whether it is us pursuing something, getting denied in a job, getting denied in an interview, getting denied in dating like myself, in some way or fashion, that hurts. That just hurts. That just plain is not fun. (laughs) Not a good feeling overall. So I think to start in this discussion about rejection, specifically our fear of it, it it, it makes perfect sense. It, It makes absolute sense because your lower brain is gonna jump in there with this story that you are gonna feel terrible (laughs) in pursuing this thing you will feel terrible not even the possibility of it it's just like you will that's the story it kind of sells us on it just harkens back to you know us back in the day in terms of like caveman tribal days or whatever it's just like if we did something stupid or wrong or we had a weakness of some sort that was exposed we could have got kicked out it's sort of like we could have easily been ostracized. Like I'm thinking of just like, I don't know, like leper colonies or whatnot. Like if you had this disease, they were like, get out of here and rejected. And that as a core does not feel good. It just doesn't. It, it's almost ingrained in us to not get rejected, to be accepted by the world, by the people around us. So of course we're going to be afraid of that. We're going to be afraid of not being accepted. We're going to be afraid of getting cast out, of getting rejected. And so our brain comes up with a defense mechanism. Out of this fear comes the hiding of our true emotions, our true opinions, our people-pleasing nature comes out. Or at the end of the day, we just don't do the thing that we actually want to do. Like you wouldn't, there wouldn't be any chance of rejection if it wasn't something that you actually cared about or wanted. And so, one that could actually be a really good indicator that this is something that you want is that you are afraid of getting rejected in that very desire a job, career, uh, you know, doing something big. 
of any sort dating, of course, I think it's just always going to kind of come up. It's just like, you care about this person. You care about this thing. You want it. And thereby you have a lot of fear around it because you're afraid that you might not be able to get it. And so we pretend, we hide, we go away from that because we avoid the truth of what it could be. We prevent ourselves from ever knowing the answer and we reject it. Either rejecting you know, ourselves emotionally and hiding that, confusing ourselves in that, or just not doing anything about it, sitting with all that emotion in that fear, and guess what? Only feeling worse. Actually only feeling worse to sit in the fear of rejection and accept that, yeah, that makes sense. I I don't want to feel this negative emotion only makes us feel more negative emotion. And, And you might argue that like it's duller, it's apathetic, it's not as intense as like me getting denied in a first kiss might be. You know, that's pretty like, <laughs> I don't know, adrenaline heavy. If I, You know, it's pretty intense um, in terms of the emotion, but it's quick. It ended at some point. I wasn't feeling that all the time. Versus a fear of rejection always permeating because you are not being honest. And eventually that might even turn into, turn into an apathy where we just don't care. And to me, apathy always feels worse than even the worst negative emotion because just not feeling anything, you know, that's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's hopeless. It it doesn't feel good. And and of course, if you're in that place, there's no problem with you. There's nothing wrong with you in that place. It's what we, you know, as human beings are tempted to do to avoid quote unquote, the emotions of this life. We turn to this apathy to say, we either don't care about anything or we hide our true emotions and desires in all these things. And by doing that, we confuse ourselves. We dull everything. And we're not sensitive to ourselves and we barely even know ourselves at that point. It's why we have so much loss and purposelessness and, and frivolousness, so to speak in our society, because we don't want to feel bad. Just because we don't want to feel bad, we eliminate all feeling in and of itself. I didn't mean to go on a deep dive on emotion, but rejection, I think, really highlights that because the fear of rejection at its core is a fear of feeling a negative emotion. Rejection is just a word that we have attached to the way that we feel. To me, I like to think of it as it's the ultimate, we are not good enough we are not good enough for this job. We are not good enough for this person. We do not qualify. We do not meet the merits. Sorry, try again. Sort of mentality. It's feeling, I should say. And that doesn't feel good. <laughs> but my question to reflect on, is that even true though? The things that this rejection, this emotion, that, is that even true, the thing that we are avoiding? When someone says no, is it the truth that you are not good enough? The answer is no. That's not actually the fact. The fact was just someone didn't want to kiss me. The fact is uh, this person, I was not qualified for this job or they thought I was not qualified for this job. They, that's what they told me. It was The fact is this person said, hey, I just don't feel that way about you. This person said, Hey, like, I just don't think you're cut out for this. Or we had so many applicants, we decided to go with this other person or yeah, I'm not really interested in going on a date. That is all the fact is. And we in our brain make it mean 
oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, actually, you know, I guess like something is wrong with me. Oh, this person must hate me (laughs) or I'm an idiot for even thinking that it was even possible. I should just go hide in a hole. (laughs) We are the ones who have the thoughts. We are the ones who are creating the experience in our head, not the other person. And in fact, maybe their rejection has nothing to do with us though. Have we ever thought of that? Because if we get to choose our thoughts, and if the thought is the thing creating our experience, we could actually choose to think about rejection differently. We don't actually have to be so afraid of it if we don't want to. To me, rejection isn't so much about, I'm not good enough. It's, uh, they want something different. I'm not that, I'm not that thing. I'm not that for the job. I'm not that for the person. Okay, clearly this wasn't meant to be moving on, on to the next thing. And not to be, we don't have to be so callous with it. It's just that that is the mentality that I like to remind myself is that, you know, I guess I was never supposed to be with that kind of person. And does that mean it doesn't hurt still? No, of course it hurts. In fact, I think it should hurt it means you're a human being who has cares and desires. But just because things didn't go the way that you expected doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you, that you are not good enough, that you should spend <laughs> the rest of your, your life avoiding girls and first kisses like I did. You know, I didn't have my first kiss until I was 22 after 16 because, you know, I didn't go for it. I was so afraid of it. And, and you know, you know, you can go into the details of even if I should have or should not. It, it doesn't matter. I have no regret or qualms about it. My life is great the way it was. I loved it. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's just fascinating to think how much I internalize that idea of rejection and still sometimes do just because of a a moment, just because someone wasn't feeling it. And, and, And that goes the same with you too in terms of like just how you feel about things how you, your opinions about, I don't know, something silly as movies or your opinions about something might be a little bit bigger when it comes to religion or science and conspiracy theory or politics and, and what's going on in our world and, and how we should behave as human beings and what does it mean, you know, in terms of our personal philosophy about life. Like that too is something that we should embrace and not be so concerned about being rejected just because another person has a different opinion than us. That's not to say that we won't default to this state. I think at our at our our default is we're we're generally going to go to a fear standpoint. That's where our lower brain goes. And to me, the goal of life is to grab that lower brain, give it a hug say it's okay to be the way that it is, but hey, we're going to go to this higher place that's kind of uncomfortable. We are going to go to a place where we actually embrace rejection. Because as you and I both know logically and can really, I think, internalize and know that it's true is that anything worth getting in this life requires the opportunity of rejection. Anything that you want to get in life in terms of your goal, your dream, whatever you want to create, almost demands rejection because rejection means that you are trying. 
Rejection doesn't mean you aren't good enough. Rejection means, oh, I'm actually awesome because I'm putting myself out there and doing what others are afraid to do. Not to say that we're better than anybody else. We're exactly the same (laughs) as everybody else, emotionally speaking. But we are willing and understand that negative emotion actually cannot, quote unquote, hurt us. Feeling something negative is not a bad thing. Because really at the end of the day, when we're afraid of getting rejected, we're afraid of that emotion, that worthlessness, that helplessness, that discomfort with the future interactions with this person or this company or whatever it is that we got rejected in. We are afraid of a feeling. And once you begin to internalize and recognize that a feeling, there's actually nothing to be afraid of. It's just a vibration in your body. It's just a, you know, a thing as terrible as it feels. It doesn't have to be as big as it is. We don't have to make it mean anything negative about us. And in fact, we can move through it. When we get rejected, when we reject, we are only speeding up the process that inevitably was going to happen. We are only being honest with ourselves and allowing other people to be honest with us. And at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want? If what we truly want is acceptance in life, when it comes to your romantic feelings, when it comes to uh, you know your personal drive in life, and when it comes to your goals, when it comes to just who you are as a human being, living in a society with friends and family, isn't what we really want acceptance? And by the very definition, if we crave acceptance, if that is what we really want in life, we must thereby accept rejection. We must thereby accept that in contrast, in opposition, we must have it. And so it's okay to have that fear. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay. I'm not going to deny it all. Like I just had a moment of rejection this very week. It sucked. I had, you know, go get some ice cream. I had to console myself. I had to vent a little bit to my friends. And at the end of the day, I still know it has nothing to do with me. I can get myself to a better place rather than wallowing as I used to do for weeks on end (laughs) that it didn't work out because I'm hopeful and believe that the thing I really want wasn't that because I got rejected in it and that what I really want is out there, is available, and I can move on. Rejection, in fact, actually allows us to move on, to develop, to evolve, to grow into the thing that we really want, which is to be our self and to be accepted by people who want to accept us as ourselves. And that's not something to be afraid of. That's something to be embraced and pursued vigorously, I would say. Something to be desired after. It's a world that I want to live in. And it's gonna, it doesn't mean it's not messy. It doesn't mean it's not uncomfortable. It doesn't mean sometimes it's the worst, but it's way better to feel that way rather than the apathy of not trying, of not doing the very thing that you want. You know, rejected in that goal, that dream that you have for yourself of doing something that your parents think is crazy and stupid. But guess what? They don't know what's right. Only you know what's right for you. The other person 
that rejects you across the table, you know, at, after your date and says, Hey, you know what? I'd rather be friends. That is allowed to hurt. That's allowed to suck. But at the same time, it opens you up to be like, okay, it wasn't that person on to the next thing. What do I really want? I don't want someone who doesn't want to be with me. And now I know that. Okay, great. Let's move on. Let's go on to the other thing. That person just doesn't know. And that's fine. I guess I still don't know. I guess I'm still figuring it out. I guess we're all just figuring it out. And don't be ashamed of that. Don't, there's nothing to feel bad about in any of that. You are an amazing, wonderful human being at your core that cannot change. The only one who can dictate and change that is your perception of it, your thoughts about it. So remind yourself that even though you are in this negative place, potentially, in the fear of it, or in the rejection itself of it. That is coming only from your thoughts. It is okay you're having those thoughts. It's only an emotion. It's okay that you're having that emotion. And at the end of the day, this is worth it. That's what I always remind myself is that this is worth it. I believe in myself even when I don't. I choose to love myself even when I don't because um, as hard as rejection is, it's something that I want to keep going after because I know it's necessary in getting the very thing that I want. Anyway, that was kind of rambly. (laughs) I hope that helped you. Um, I love you out there. Good luck in whatever you're going through. I know it's hard, but uh, I know you can get through it. I know you got this. And I know that... You know, the negative emotions that you're feeling, they are only temporary. They're not going to last forever. You can do this. All right, my friend. Good luck this week, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please leave your review, share it with a friend, and don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at Caleb the College Coach for more content that'll inspire you. And if you want to apply the very tools that I talk about directly to your life with a personal touch, sign up for your free 30-minute coaching call with me. Remember, you are good, you are capable, and you can have the very life you want. Good luck out there in the real world.